0: Welcome back to Marriage Monday. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today we're talking about that one essential that I think that every single healthy couple needs. This one essential that is just it's paramount. It's something that can't be compromised. Now, um when we talk about this one essential, I'm not gonna start breaking it down like all these mini essentials that go with it, but this is the one essential that I see common in couples and it's just simply this. It's looking for the good in one another. Like every married couple that I know that's healthy every Christ-centered couple that I know that just wants the best for their relationship, this is just a common denominator that says, I am choosing to look for the good in my spouse couples that want to be healthier couples that want to grow couples that want more within their relationship they're the type of people that will look for the good in one another and the beautiful thing about looking for the good in your spouse is the more that you seek the more you're going to find i want to say that again the more you seek as you're looking for the good in your spouse, the more you seek, I promise you, the more that you're going to find. Why? Because good compounds onto itself. Just like negativity compounds one on, up on top of another, good does the same thing. So when I believe a Christ-centered couple comes together, I think every couple can have this, this moment where you look for the negative. Why? Because that's all we get within this world. That's what we get when we watch the news. That's what gets people to attract themselves to watching the news and what's taking place. That's just not correct. It's not healthy. It's what keeps us watching. It's what keeps us scrolling many times on Twitter, just trying to see what's blowing up, what's melting down. That gets our attention. And if we're not careful, that can also be the thing that attracts our attention within the relationship. And so often in couples, when I talk with them, they will say, the only time I really hear from my spouse is when something is wrong. They're critical about something. They don't like something. They don't don't like something in me. They see something that that is just not right in their eyes. And so what I wanna do is I wanna reverse that type of a trend. And I'm just telling you, the couples I know that are thriving are the couples that are looking for good in one another and that good will compound. Unhealthy couples look for the dirt in one another. Why? Because you not only want to point it out, but you will stockpile it in the back of your mind so that when something goes wrong and their spouse comes at them, they will pull out that file of all of the wrong things and come at them. And I tell couples all the time, couples that compete that way lose. Period. Couples that compete in such a way where they have to win, they have to be the champion. When you're after the win for the me, there's rarely a win for the we. But when there's a win for the we, there's always a win for me. That's something that we have to come to grips with to know that when we are after the win for us, when we're looking for the good in each other, the marriage is always going to win. Now, what this really does, and what I love about this mentality, is it helps us to avoid jumping to conclusions. Do you have a spouse that does that? Better yet, are you the spouse that does that? If that's the case, then we have to get to the place where we no longer jump to conclusions. And the best way to do that is to look for the best. Instead of just going toward negative mindsets, thinking about our spouse's intentions, particularly when we're in a place of turmoil, when we're in a tough season, maybe it's just been a rough week, a rough day, a rough month, a rough year. Maybe this 2023 season has started off in a not so good way. When we look for good in each other, it keeps us, it stays us back. When we take that moment to consider, uh, not necessarily what the definition of the actions are, but maybe where the heart truly was. There are times that our spouses have done the wrong thing, but they had the best intentions. But if we're not looking for the heart, we then look at what has happened and we define them by those actions. There are times that spouses have made bad decisions, but they had the right heart. There are times that spouses, they have spoken their love language instead of your love language and you were upset at them. You were angry at them because they didn't speak your love language. But if you were to take a step back and to look at their heart, you begin to realize, you know what? They had the proper heart. They just carried it in the wrong way. Now, I've had people that have kind of come at me about this during counseling times and during kind of marriage conversations that just simply says, well, you just can't be overly positive uh, that you don't deal with the real things in this world. You can't deal with real life things. Now, I'm not asking for positivity for the positivity sake. I think a Christ-centered couple, our first place is joy, but joy, having a Christ-centered focus, having a, a kingdom mind, it never ignores reality. It doesn't look past red flags, but what it does when we're looking for the best in our spouse, when our heart is poised and pointed in the right direction, what we do is it helps us to navigate those red flags in a very healthy way instead of navigating red flags with dis- with uh, dis- disruptive or um, destructive behavior, what it does, it helps stay our attention. It helps stay our attitudes. It helps stay our anger, and it helps us to navigate things in the proper way. Knowing your spouse's heart and trusting their heart is something that helps us to see a red flag, to address it in the proper way, and then to walk through it in a very positive and or healthy way so that you have the best product to be born out of. Of the very maybe, maybe tough situation you see walking with your sp- with your with your spouse's heart and thinking about your spouse's heart in the best way possible it doesn't ignore reality it just provides a proper path to deal with reality the way it needs to be dealt with if you've got a marriage and maybe you're engaged and you got a relationship for which you guys never talk about the tough things why because you're afraid of what it's going to deal with there could be the potential that you just don't trust or see the best in your spouses or your significant other's hearts. But healthy couples, healthy couples seek to look for the good and that helps them to not just see what's right about their spouse, but it helps them to know how to navigate through those things. You see, healthy marriages create happy moments. Now, happiness doesn't drive us, joy drives us. I believe joy comes from the Lord. Joy is what stays our heart, stills our spirit, and really ignites our life. That comes from Jesus. Putting Jesus at the center ignites joy. So couples that are healthy they don't create joy. Joy is already within them because of Christ. But healthy couples create happy moments. And those happy moments come from a place where we have worked on our hearts and we have seen the best in our spouse's hearts and we're learning how to walk together in that. So that's my challenge for you today. Be be that spouse that chooses to see the best in your spouse. Have that conversation and talk with your spouse about that. Ask your spouse, do you always see the best in me? Do you seek the best in my heart? Do you look for the good in me? Or when things go bad, do you tend to go and default towards something else? I think that's a very healthy conversation. It's a very real conversation, sometimes a very tough conversation. But nevertheless, I think it will be absolutely awesome. Also, here's another, here's like a 2.0 question, a next level question. Do you trust my heart? Think about that. If you ask that question, you better be ready for maybe an answer that might not be the easiest to hear. Why? Because something may have happened that has caused you to maybe lose trust with your spouse and they've just never vocalized it. Or there could be trauma in your spouse's life that has caused distrust that is of of no cause on your end whatsoever, but it needs to be dealt with. So if your spouse maybe sees something that has caused some distrust, it might be time to get some help, to get a counselor. It may be time to apologize and ask for forgiveness. I think oftentimes we're so busy trying to defend our hearts that we haven't taken the time to simply see our, our life from our spouse's perspective, to simply seek the good, to seek what's right, to seek forgiveness, to seek humility and allow Christ to help bring in the healing that we truly need. That's all I've got. Thanks for joining me for Marriage Monday. We will see you next week. God bless.